You're listening to the Become a Confident Eater podcast, where I will teach you how to stop overeating and binge eating using a brain-based psychological approach so you can create your dream eating habits permanently. I'm your host, Amber Vila. Hello, my confident eaters. I want to call you that from now on. I always love when podcasts have a name for their listeners. So of course, you are going to be my confident eaters. And today I'm talking to you about perfectionism because this is something that has come up a lot in my life, especially around this podcast. So I wanted to share a little story about it. And I've always just considered myself a perfectionist. Not so much anymore. I've done a lot of work around it. But growing up, I remember I would make like these little books of paper and I would do drawings in them and write a little story. And if I made one mistake, I would throw it all away and have to start over. Like I never finished a full cute little book that I made in like second grade because I was so all or nothing. Like it was either perfect or not. So when I was starting this podcast, it was a lot harder than I thought it would be. And not just from a tech and logistical perspective, but just from all the mindset shit that it brought up for me, most of the podcasts I listen to right now are these big coaches and these famous people who have all been podcasting for many, many, many years, or they have this giant team working for them in this big production studio. So I had set a really high standard for myself around this. And it took me a long time to get out of this thinking. I really thought that the episode needed to have perfectly organized thoughts all laid out in this very structured outline. I was going to have to edit them to make them sound like a professional. And as I'm saying this, there is an ambulance outside going by. Like, of course, this is happening right as I'm recording. I thought the sound quality needed to sound like it was recorded in a studio where no sounds existed in the world, but that is just not life. And all these expectations just made it. So I kept putting the podcast off until a day I felt it was perfect. Now, obviously, it is here out to you now. So I got over that. But I was being really down on myself for it. And this is what happens when we're being perfectionist is we beat ourselves up for reaching for not reaching this impossible standard we've set. I had to realize that I was truly a beginner at this and I needed to be okay with that. Just like you may feel like a beginner relearning how to eat and listen to your body right now. I had to let go of this idea of what I thought was like perfect editing and sound quality so I can move on, keep going, get this out to you and trust myself that I would learn over time. If you knew that you would for sure learn, figure things out, no matter what, you probably wouldn't have this need for perfection so much. So we need to lean into this trust that we're going to get it worked out. It's going to get better over time. And ultimately, learning is how we get better at these things. So what does perfectionism even look like around food and eating? It looks like having strict rules that you expect yourself to follow without any wavering. So it's like, I must eat three meals a day and two snacks no matter what. Or maybe it's the opposite. I must only have one meal a day and fast the rest of the time. That is like a strict rule that you don't have flexibility around. Being all or nothing where you're either on track or off track. It's black and white. You have one of something and you feel like you've totally blown it. You might procrastinate eating or meal prep because it feels so overwhelming to make a food decision that meets all of your rules. So if you have this long list of like 20 things that your meal must include and look like, it's going to be overwhelming to make those meals. 
stressing over what will be the right choice when making that decision, obsessing over meeting the exact calorie count or protein count or macro count, having fear around certain foods or categories around food. This is all what perfectionism can show up as. The thing about being perfect, though, is that it does not exist. Perfect is an illusion we have created in our brains. And we know this because everyone's definition of perfect is different. One person's definition of a perfect painting looks very different than another person's definition of a perfect painting. One person's definition of the perfect girlfriend looks different than someone else's definition of a perfect girlfriend. They think different people are perfect. So what you imagine is the perfect way of eating is not going to be the same as someone else's, proving that is not a truly perfect way of eating. It is just something you decided in your brain that made you think it was perfect. And when you think this way, you create this abstract goal of this thing will be the perfect way. Because it doesn't exist, you're just going to keep moving the goalpost. You know, you think in your mind, okay, once I achieve this perfect eating habit and I just stick to it all the time, I'll have everything I want. And then you get there or you get close to there and then you move the goalpost even further. You think, all right, now that I've perfectly mastered eating three meals a day that are balanced and within my macros, now I should be extra healthy and I should stop buying pre-made sauces and I should just make all my sauces at home. It is exhausting constantly having to chase that never-ending standard of perfection. And it leaves you feeling never good enough. It's never perfect. You're never there. And that makes you want to give up. You say, this is too hard. This is too overwhelming. I can't do this. Nothing gets accomplished and you make no progress. That is the result of when you get stuck in perfectionism. Now, there's a difference between striving for excellence and doing well in unhealthy perfectionism. It is okay to have goals for yourself. You want to have goals for yourself. I have so many goals for myself. But what we don't want to do is set the standard so high in the sky that you feel paralyzed anytime you try to take action. There needs to be room within your expectation for life and learning moments to happen because they are for sure always going to happen no matter what. So what are we going to do about perfectionism? How do we get out of this? I want you to start aiming for B minus work instead of A+. plus. Most of us are taught to aim for A+, plus, probably because that's the school system we live in in the U.S. But when we get to the real world, A+, plus doesn't exist. And if we try to aim for it, it is going to take forever. And we don't need to have A+, plus work in order to get the results we want. So you need to decide what is your good enough. Again, knowing that your good enough is what you decide. There is no one definition for what good enough is. And how you can decide what good enough is, is by looking at what actually needs to happen for you to get the results you want. So most of you are here if you want the result to stop overeating. What needs to happen, the bare minimum, for you to get that result? And at the bare minimum, all you need to do is stop when you're full. I guess eat when you're hungry and eat mostly, mostly nutritious foods too if you're thinking about the goal of becoming a natural eater. But keep it simple. You don't need to overcomplicate your goals. And if you try to, you're going to give up. It's going to be too hard. Chances are what you need to do is not as big and grand as your brain makes it out to be. Then you want to be flexible. 
think about a tall building, like a skyscraper in a city, right? The tall buildings, they have some flexibility in them. So they move when the wind comes. Because if they were stiff and rigid and a big gust of wind come, came, it would break the building, right? Like I don't, I'm not an architect, obviously. I don't know exactly the science behind it. But right now I'm living in a very tall building in Oahu in Hawaii. It's like 40 something floors. And I, we have felt the building moving before with the wind because it needs to have that flexibility. That's how I want you to think of your eating habits. You need to think of them as like a tall building. You have these big goals. But if you don't have flexibility for the wind to blow in, it's going to break. It's okay for you to have the structures and guidelines for yourself. But make sure that when life gets lifey, you can keep those goals and guidelines. And that you don't need to give up in order to make them happen. There are going to be times when you make a food plan and you're not going to be able to get the exact food that you wanted. You have to change. It's not on the menu. It's not what you wanted. And there's times where you might feel a little overly full and you need to just sit with that feeling instead of keeping eating. When our brain wants to give up and just keep going, we need to sit with it. Be flexible. Aim for that B minus job. Then you're going to accept that anytime you're learning something new, it cannot be perfect. It is literally impossible to do something new well because we are humans and as humans, we are not born with all the knowledge of the world just uploaded to our brain. In order for us to learn, we have to go out there, make mistakes, fall down, figure it out. Perfectionists tend to not like to do things they are new at because they feel bad at it. And it kind of sucks at first. I know this is true for me. I had a hard time with this podcast, like I mentioned, because I felt like I sucked at it. <laughs> I'm getting better at those thoughts. Just so you guys know, I'm not like, oh my God, this is the worst podcast in the world. I am actually very proud of myself for being here and doing all of this. But just know that like, expect your brain to say that thing. That I don't want to do this because I don't want to suck at it. That's totally normal. But repetitively doing the things we are new at is how we get good. And if you avoid anything new and difficult, you are going to live a very small life that is very boring. So you have to be willing to fuck it all up and make a big mess of it all because it is inevitable that it will happen in any growth journey. Bring compassion in for yourself as a human being just trying to figure out life. You're just trying to figure out your body signals. You're just trying to figure out how to relearn to eat. And I know a lot of times with food, it can feel like, well, I should know how to do this. But you don't. You forgot. You dieted for so long that you're out of tune with your body. This is something new. So give yourself that kindness and respect and patience to learn that. I want you to imagine what being perfect would do for you. Like you have this expectation in your head, this fantasy. If I was just perfect, then blank. What do you imagine would happen if you were perfect? For me, I imagined that if I had perfect eating habits, it'd give me this sense of peace and calm, like I had all my shit together, that I had finally figured it out, that I didn't have to worry about that food aspect anymore. But let me tell you, I know from experience, you can have the cleanest eating habits in the world. You can meal prep everything, make your own sauces, have no carbs, and you can still have a life that is totally falling apart. I have been there. I also thought if I ate perfectly, then I'd get the perfect body. I thought I had to eat perfectly in order to get the perfect body. And that was important to me because I thought if I did that, then I'd be loved. Then I'd be worthy. Then I wouldn't have to deal with all the negative emotions that come up as part of life. 
once you find what you imagine being perfect would do for you, you can see how you can feel those things now. If you feel like you'd have your life together from eating perfectly, think about how you can feel that same feeling of having your life together now, even with your eating habits sometimes being up and down. Knowing that there is also never going to be a point where our life is totally perfectly together. Same thing with wanting to feel loved and worthy and beautiful. You don't need perfect eating habits to do that. You can feel that now. See how you can feel that now. Show yourself how that's possible while also, again, knowing that there is never going to be a day where you wake up forever and ever and feel infinitely loved and worthy. There's going to be hard days. It happens. That's part of being human in this world. Finally, I want you to talk to your future self. This you who has reached her eating goals. How would that future self act around food? Would she be all or nothing? What would she tell you about your journey? Would she be miserable and say I had to be perfect the whole time? Or would she be enjoying the journey with the highs and lows? Would she tell you that she got to where she wanted to be by being stripped and saying no to going out with friends and staying home every Sunday, spending 15 hours in the kitchen meal prepping? Or would she say, you know what? We had a few slip-ups on the way, but we learned so much and we grew from it. And that led me to be the strongest eater I could be with all the skills I wanted to learn. All right, friends, that is all I have for you today. Stay kind to yourself, stay compassionate, and remember, perfectionism only keeps you stuck. It is an illusion. It is not real. And you can decide at any point in time to lower the standard, not because you don't have goals for yourself, but because it will help you reach those goals. If you are loving the podcast, be sure to check out the show notes for a special free gift waiting for you. And hit follow for the show so you never miss an episode every Thursday.